Welcome back to Two Whores Opinions. That stands for Women Having Open Redacted Educational Studies. I'm Phyllis. And I'm Darla. Strap in. Or strap on. Phyllis edit in here. I just want to make it clear. There are multiple times in this episode we mentioned that it is June and or Pride Month when we're recording it, because it was, and I understand it is now November when we are releasing it. We're just busy gals, and to be completely honest, it did take me three whole months to learn how to transfer from one hard drive to another hard drive, so... Hopefully season two was any better than this. Enjoy! Oh my god, you guys! Today we, is such a fun episode! Yes, we are in Salt Lake City at Pride, at Pride 2023. We're, we're visiting Dollars. Nephew Levi. The darling boy. Uh, we're also here in Utah. Usually, you know, we'd be in Because these two lovely ladies witnessed some things, they are now in the witness protection program and cannot reveal where they live. Uh, but we had to record some fun stuff for a later episode coming out later. It's true. So we did a little road trip and we thought while we're here, we'll take advantage of the, the current events that are going on. Get some good podcast content. Exactly, exactly. So this week's topic, it's very exciting. It's about female pirates and ba- Bonnie, excuse me, and Bonnie and Mary Reed. My favorites. There's so many legends surrounding them. It's true. That we thought they're like kind of queer icons, even though we're not quite sure if they're queer. We'll get I mean, we'll get into that later. Either way, there's sexual deviance, they're gender deviance when and it the, comes and to that time. Exactly. And that makes a queer icon in my mind. You know, I would agree with you. And they would be here at Pride today. I I think they would. So we thought in honor of it being pride and et cetera, et cetera, what we're going to do is we're going to be doing some interviews, which you'll be hearing later in the episode. From some real life queers. Yes, from real life queers. I'm so excited. We're going to find the lesbians, finally. I know, and some other folks too. Other folks. Everyone. Everyone's welcome. We love everyone. So stay tuned and... Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, hi everybody. Hi. How are you feeling? Cause I'm not feeling good. Throbbing. That's the only word I got for you. Throbbing. That sounds very sexual, Phyllis. You should probably choose a different word. But that's what my head's doing. <laughs> that's what his head is doing, if oh. you know what I mean. <laughs> Did we have sex last night with people? Not with each other, but maybe with other people. I just don't remember. Neither do I, truthfully. (laughs) I remember we were in a car. Yeah. We were at Pride yesterday, correct? Yes. Yes, it's still June. It's It's still June. June. Wow. How the time flies. Truly. Anyway, um... Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Please excuse the fact that we're a little hungover. We still want to get this episode out for you. Absolutely. Especially when the gays are still celebrated. Woo! Um, this is kind of queer-coded, this episode. Kind of. It's very (laughs) queer-coded. Very queer-coded. Very, very Um, queer-coded. So, for those of you who've never listened to our podcast, um, sorry, our intro's kind of all over the place. We're recording it everywhere. But guess what? So are we. (laughs) 
Um, just to introduce ourselves, my name's Phyllis. My name is Dwala. And we are two best friends from an undisclosed location that you cannot know about. Because we are under the Witness Protection, Protection Program, Program and our FBI agents have expressly told us that we can't tell anyone where we are from or where we are located. So... For our safety. We won't tell you where we're from. It could be anywhere in the world. Honestly, we have such like a, a neutral accent, I believe. It's true. It's unidentifiable. <laughs> you can tell where we're from anyway it's true yeah two gals who love to gab basically that's, that's all you need to know it. from college um yeah should we i said let's just go into it but before we get started can you believe it today is the eight year anniversary of the time we were doing a little road trip across america oh and we were in Indiana, mm-hmm. and we went to this little motel, and it was all booked up, unfortunately. So we were like, oh, no, what do we do? But the concierge at the front, he was very, very kind, and he was like, oh, we have, like, this one room that we don't really use anymore because it's, like, it was specifically for, like, the 70s. But, like, if you're really in a tough spot, we can squeeze you in. And both of us were like, yes, absolutely. We need Please. a place to sleep tonight. We get there, and... It's a waterbed, and it's only one waterbed. So, you know, Phyllis and I, we share. We share this waterbed. And unfortunately, we got stuck well, it's in the waterbed. Neither of us have ever taken swimming lessons, and, and we, we didn't know how to control the water. We didn't know how to control we the We were fabric, stuck the bed. three days. Three days. Oh, it hurt. It hurt by the end. No, it did all the chafing. Mm-mm. Mm. Bad. Those bad, bad sores. <laughs> No, literally, I think I still have one on my hip. Oh my god, look I at that scar. I know, look at it. Oh. Kind of cute though. Eight years. <laughs> um, wow, what a fun anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we thought it'd be fun to start this episode. So we're talking about. I haven't even said what we're talking about. Oh, that's true. We're so far into you'll it. Never, you'll never know what we're <laughs> talking about. The queer-coded topic we're talking about is... Uh, female pirates, Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed. Supposed lesbian lovers. Potentially, maybe not. But also, who knows? Maybe. We don't know anything. And so, like, the, the, the thing, the major takeaway from this episode is going to be how... We just don't really know a lot of things, mm-hmm. so we thought it would be fun. You know, similarly to these female pirates that have so many legends surrounding them, we thought it would be fun to tell each other, like, to tell... Legends about each other, yes. and you as the audience can decide if it's true or not. Yes, so... Just, like, real legends. Okay. You go first. Okay, so this is my one of my favorite dollar stories I like to tell. Mm-hmm. It was about seven years ago? With know. your... Uh, what number was Gilbert? What number husband? Um, Gilbert was four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah, no. Okay, well, it's a bit of a complicated story, but, like, there was some clerical issues with the, the clergy. I don't know. But anyways, something happened where my last marriage hadn't been annulled yet. Oh. And so I got married to Gilbert, but I was still basically married to my previous husband, so he was kind of four and a half because then we also mm. got divorced mm-hmm. very shortly later, so. Oh, Gilbert. Anyway... Dala and Gilbert decided to record a sex video. Um, mm. You were running out of money. You thought you would sell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you two were both very, very, very drunk. And instead of posting it on, like, Pornhub or whatever, mm-hmm. you put it in the group chat of our karaoke friends. And so I 
being the best friend that I am, mm-hmm. had to run over to your apartment while you two were still naked in bed, like dead asleep, but naked in bed, mm-hmm. break into your phone. Naked and dead. That's the title of my <laughs> memoir. <laughs> that would be a good memoir. I think so. I had to break into your phone, unsend the message from the group chat, and then spend like three months gaslighting the entire group that it never happened. Mm. I was like, look back through the receipts. No message was ever sent. I don't know why you're making this rumor about my best friend, Dalla. No, a hateful rumor, too. Hateful rumor. Anyway. That's fun. You guys can decide if that's real or not. Mm-hmm. So my story, my legend that I have to tell about Phyllis is, so for you listeners out there, I don't know if you know this, but Phyllis is an avid botanist. Mm-hmm. And so Phyllis loves her flowers. And I, I cannot go anywhere with Phyllis without her pointing at something and going, oh, that's the mitochondria flaccidica. That's or, not a real flower. It doesn't matter. Anyways, she's, she's always spouting off like these Latin names that I don't understand. So anyways, it can get very annoying. But I loves her. Anyways. I'm sorry. One day, this was, I don't know, I think this was about 10 years ago. Yeah. So one day, we were, uh, we'd just gone to the ATM. We had pulled out some cash and mm-hmm. we were walking down the street and we got mugged. We got Ugh. mugged in this alleyway and the guy was, he had a knife in his hand and he said, scary. Yeah, he was like, pull, pull him up, pull him up. Give me your poisters, give me your poisters. And we were like, ah. And so I, I turned to Phyllis and I'm like, oh, what will we do? What will we do? And I swear to God, this woman, without missing a beat, starts reciting Latin plant names and she was able to convince the robber that she was a witch and was casting a spell over him he grew so terrified he dropped the knife and he ran don't forget away. he dropped his bag with money of other people he'd stolen from so we actually yes, gained money it's true and not only did he drop the bag he also dropped his shit he pooped his pants he did so and he ran away and so we had so we saved our money and we Got a lot of other people's monies, too. <laughs> Without having to do the dirty work. Still my proudest moment, probably. No, honestly, you should be very proud. I was so proud of you. Oh, just if it was real. It, it was my if proudest it, if moment it if was it was real. real. Because obviously we would have returned the poisons and the other people, other people <laughs> based on the identification <laughs> found in the place. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> anyway... So, there you go. Those are some fun legends. Not as crazy as the legends of Anne, Bonnie, and Mary Reed. So, Mm -hmm. we're going to head right into it. Yes. So, I, Phyllis, am covering Anne, Bonnie. Mm -hmm. And I, Dorla, am covering Mary Reed. And so, what we thought we would do is... Um, their lives kind of run in parallel until they mm-hmm. intersect and cross. So what we thought we would do is, um, you know, Phyllis here will be talking about the adolescence and sh- early years of Anne Bonnie, and I'll be doing the same thing with Mary Reed, and then we'll flip back to Phyllis and she'll talk more about Anne's adult life, and then yeah. I'll do the same with Mary, and then we'll converge when they meet. So, so fun! Okay, so... so take it away! Anne Bonnie was born as an illegitimate child. In 1697, in County Cork, Ireland. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was a little redhead Irish girl. Aww. Lived up to the name of crazy redheads, though. Ooh, Um, like a regular Merida. Yeah! So she was born to William Cormac and his servant, Mary Brennan. Um, So William was married to another woman, but he had Anne with his servant. Uh Um, Ain't that just the way? But William really loved his daughter and didn't want his wife to find out. And so uh, 
he also didn't want it to ruin his career. He didn't need mm. all of these like rumors being spread. Imagine. So he yeah. moved with his servant Mary, and they took their daughter Anne to London, and they posed Anne as a boy to pass him, uh, pass her off as his page boy. Mm. Um, hoping that, like, no. if his wife ever came to visit, she'd be like, oh, you have a little boy to help you out. That's so cute. <laughs> Not an illegitimate child because you cheated on me. That's... <laughs> right. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so that didn't last for very long. They were revealed by his wife anyway. Um, and his career started going to shit because of it. Because Good. his wife was like, he's a cheater, everyone. And he was a lawyer. Um, oh. And everyone's like, I don't want a, <laughs> a cheating, lying Co- lawyer. <laughs> like covering my ass in court. Which, that's very different from nowadays, because I'm pretty sure our, our lawyer is cheating on his wife. Really? Do you think what? so? He asked both of us out on a date. <laughs> oh, that's right. So. See, I- oh. Yeah. I'll have to think on that. Anyway, uh, so when they were revealed by his wife um, and his career started going downhill, uh, William decided to move Anne, Mary, and himself all to Carolina in the New World. So okay. they moved to, like, what is now the U.S. Uh, so they went from <laughs> Ireland mm-hmm. to England to, to the almost U.S., Right, to the colonies. To the colonies. Um, and he started, he gave up lawyering, and he started a plantation. Oh. Um, but then when Anne was 12 years old, mm-hmm. her mother Mary died. Oh. So it was just her and her father living on this plantation. Um, she was crazy. She was young. Mm-hmm. She was boisterous. You know, if they're young, they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, then how are we still crazy? I don't know what you're talking about. We're kind of young. <laughs> um, <laughs> Slander. <laughs> I will not have that in my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we look young. That's all that matters. Um, anyway. And I feel young, too, if oh, you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> not only in... For those of you who can't see, and that's all of you, none of you can see this is a podcast. <laughs> Dala is pointing to her crotch. Like I said, I feel young. <laughs> um, and by boisterous and adventurous and violent, I mean, there's a story, again, a legend, we're not 100% sure, but this is told a lot, that at the age of 13, mm-hmm. she stabbed a servant girl. Mary? She... <laughs> All right. Huh? I just had to clarify that it was Mary. It's not Mary. I'm talking about Anne Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm more hungover than I thought. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep anything straight, which is horrible. No, that's perfect for Pride Month. Nothing should be kept straight. Yeah, nothing straight. <laughs> so if you and don't understand sorry. this episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> long story short, I just I was trying to clarify that Phyllis was still talking about Anne. Anne, <laughs> Anne Bonnie. So anyway, she's boisterous, and at the age of 13, what boisterous, did she do? crazy, violent. At the age of 13, she murdered a servant girl because she got annoyed with her. Oh, Moida. Anyway, there's another story <laughs> around the same age where there was a servant boy that came to her room and tried to sexually assault her. Mm. Didn't get very far because Anne beat the shit out of him and Good he had to go her. to the hospital for like three weeks Good for to recover. Her. So, uh, very young age, she was violent, ready to go, and ready to hurt. Mm. Talk about Mary's beginnings. 
Alrighty, I can definitely do that. So, dear Mary Reed was born in 1685, so she's about 12 years older than Anne Bonny. So, Mary was born in Devon County, England, and similarly to Anne, she was the illegitimate daughter uh, of a young widow. So what happened was, was that, um, her mother had been married to a sailor before and had had a son with the sailor. And since her husband's death, uh, she had been living off of her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law was basically giving her money. And so, um, when, when, <laughs> I can't think, when Anne's, no, Mary's, <laughs> when Mary's, <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have recorded after <laughs> partying so hard yesterday. Maybe not. Okay, let me try again. So, basically, Anne's... No! <laughs> <laughs> Dava, you have Mary, I have Anne. Just because Anne's mom is also named Mary doesn't mean we get to switch up the names. I'm pulling your shit together. have to cancel and I never cancel <laughs> alrighty so Mary's mother was getting financial support from her mother-in-law and um, anyways so when she has this illegitimate child she's like oh no my financial support is going to stop what do I do lucky for her her son died <laughs> Yay! What luck! <laughs> Her son died, and so she's like, aha, I know what to do now. So she takes. <laughs> Listeners, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think we'll calm down. I think so. So after her son died, mm -hmm. she was like, I know what to do. And so she takes. Mary, and she dresses her up as a boy, and then she passes off her daughter as her son, Mark, as her dead son, Mark, so that she can still receive this financial aid from her mother-in-law. And guess what? It worked. It worked. Woo! And so, literally, Mary wore this disguise pretty much all of her young life. And at the age of 13, Mary worked as a footman to make money, and... Yeah, so basically, and, like, this is leading into, like, uh, her early adulthood, but uh, she eventually left her footman job and she joined the British military, specifically the uh, Flanders military, which was a multinational army based in the Spanish Netherlands. So she joined that and she was very, very brave. She would volunteer to fight additional battles, um, but she did it specifically at least this is what they say. She did it specifically to fight alongside a very special Flemish man that she had Ooh. met. And so basically she revealed her disguise to this Flemish man and they eventually fell in love and got married. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Back to you, Phyllis. Well, um, Anne's father was really fucking rich. Mm. Best way to describe it. Um, and Anne had a very strong type. She knew what she liked in a guy. Okay. And that was pirates. Ooh. She really was into the pirate type. So when she was 16 years old, she met and married a man named James Bonney, which is where Anne Bonney comes from, um, who was a supposed small-time pirate. That's how he labeled himself as. Okay. Um, so the exchange happened because... Uh, so, like, James wanted to marry Anne because he wanted 
her father's money. Oh, of course. Anne wanted to marry James because she's like, oh my god, he's a, a pirate. Boy? He's a bad boy pirate and can mm. get me into that like piratey life. Right. Didn't work out for either of them okay. because Anne's father was very angry about it. Mm-hmm. Cut her off. So oh. James and her both did not get any of his money. Mm-hmm. Um, and James did not actually really live as a pirate. <laughs> uh, they ended up Moving to the Bahamas, uh, where Anne spent most of her time in bars seducing other pirates. Um, she was a whore. Uh, there's a quote from the general history of the robberies and murders of the most notorious pirates. Mm-hmm. It's a very old book. Uh, that said, not altogether so reserved in point of chastity. It's the best way that's to describe a, <laughs> That's a That's a very delicate way of saying she was she a was slut. She was a whore. She was a slut. Um, so James was not very successful in the pirate life, and he got recruited to actually be a professional snitch. Oh. Where he would turn pirates in for bounty. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can he have was, my bounty anytime. <laughs> uh, no, we don't like James, actually. Oh, sorry. Uh, because he was kind of turning in Anne's boyfriends. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh. <laughs> so... Okay, and that's something... Okay. So that's rough. When I say Anne's a whore, what I mean is there was multiple times that James would catch Anne having sex with other men. Oh. One time he, like, walked outside midday and saw her in a hammock having sex with a guy. Oh, and they were like, right, oh, right. sorry, no, we were just, um... We were just testing the security of the hammock, like... (laughs) Making sure it can handle being swung back and forth. Uh, Anyway, one of these pirates that Anne was having sex with and really liked was Calico Jack, a.k.a. John Rackham. Rackham. I think John Rackham. Mm -hmm. Um, So James got really jealous and started uh, learning about this. Um, And so... The way he decided to fix it was turn his wife into the governor. Um, and she was charged with adultery, mm-hmm. with the punishment going to be whipping. Oh, my God. Um, so they learned about this. Anne was really upset. Rackham's really upset. <laughs> James was really upset because his wife was cheating on him. So Rackham actually went to Bonnie with money. Um Asking him for a divorce by purchase. That was a thing back in the day where it's like, I'll give you money if you divorce your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and James Bonney refused. So what did they do? Instead of being whipped, Anne just ran away with Calico Jack, a.k.a. John Rackham. Good for her. Good for her. We left Mary having been wed to the Flemish man mm-hmm. of undisclosed name. <laughs> and so after they were married, Mary assumed a life as a woman. You know, for, the, for like the first time. For the first time in her life, she was like, I will assume the, the life of womanhood. And so um, together with her husband, they ran a little inn called the Three Horseshoes, and it was near Castle Breda. And she did this until her husband died. Oh. Yeah, very depressing. So... Mary was like, you know what? I'm going to return to my male disguise. So she did. And she once again went into the military service um, in Holland before sailing to the West Indies to begin a career on the high seas. However, in the West Indies, the ship was plundered by English pirates. And she was taken in as part of their crew because they were like, oh, my goodness. Like, you are really good at what you like. This guy over here, he's great. He's a great shot. And And why would we kill him if he could just be part of our crew? Exactly. Exactly. Like, he's doing our our job better than us. Like, let's (laughs) let's, let's bring him in. So Mary 
um, is like assimilated into this crew and she's a pirate, you know, for a couple of years between um, 1717 to 1719. However, the king issued a pardon saying, hey, everybody. I actually think we have an expert coming to talk yes. about this. Yes, I'm we so do. excited. Yes, we do. We have an expert that's going to talk more specifically about the king's pardon. But just very, very briefly, uh, this pardon was just basically saying, hey, renounce your piracy. You'll be okay. And, yeah. and, and, and we'll, we'll forgive it. And so Mary did. And she returned to dry land. However, she got bored. She got bored. <laughs> she got bored. And Mary went to sea again, becoming a privateer for the commandeer. No, wait, excuse me. <laughs> <For> commander. <laughs> commandeer? <laughs> it says commander. I know that's what it says. <laughs> excuse me. Mary got bored. So she she went to sea again, and she became a privateer for the commander of the <laughs> island of Providence. The ship turned to mutiny. Uh, which like all good ships do. Yeah, like all good ships do. And once again, Mary was led to the path of piracy. And this is when she joined the crew of John Calico Jack Rackham. Meaning that this is where Anne Bonny and Mary Reed meet, because obviously Anne was with her lover, mm -hmm. Calico Jack. Yes. On Rackham's ship. So Anne also joined Rackham's crew and they sailed around Cuba at this time. Yes. Uh, there is a legend that one man on the ship kept making a fuss about her being a woman because there was all these tales about how... Anne, specifically. Oh, yeah, about Anne being a woman. Um, there was all these tales because also Anne was presenting as a woman. Mary still was not. No, yeah. Mary was still very much so in her disguise, which we'll discuss um, more because there's more stuff later. But at this point... Early on, Mary is still disguised as a as man. man. He's still Anne uh, is not. She's still known as Mark. Anne is known as Anne, as yes. a woman. Uh, and there's this legend that there's a crew member on the ship who was making a huge fuss about a woman being on the ship because mm -hmm. that was so taboo. That was known as like being cursed, all these things. Right. Um, and so she stabbed him right in the heart and threw him overboard and asked if anyone else had issues with her being a woman. And nobody did after that. Good for her. <laughs> um, so Calico Jack and Anne Bonnie got pregnant really fast mm -hmm. uh, because they were going at it like rabbits. they were going at it all the time. Um, but they didn't know what to do with a baby. A pirate ship isn't really meant for a baby. Also, I don't think they Could were really <laughs> the personalities <laughs> to be parents. <clears throat> um, and so what Rackham did was he or Calico Jack did he dropped her off in Cuba mm -hmm. to give birth. Nobody knows what happened to their son. Uh, most speculate that he was put up for adoption, but nobody actually knows what happened to this baby. But there is a baby out there mm -hmm. of, of Anne, Bonnie, and Calico Jack. Which is kind of cute. Right. Not out there still. He's dead by now. <laughs> this was like 300 years ago. <laughs> he, he's dead by now. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Anne lived as a woman most of the times on the ship and would dress, a man, dress up as a man like she used to when she was a little boy if they ever docked or were fighting another ship because mm -hmm. it's just way harder for you to be a woman um, docking on land and other things versus if she... Did you say harder as in H-A-R-D-E-R or hotter as in H-O-T-T-E-R? <laughs> harder. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I am with you now. It is harder to be a man, though. It is harder to be a man. I'm so glad to be a woman. 
So, um, we had discussed that Mary uh, was, you know, still in boy disguise for a large portion of the time. And this leads to one of the more sensationalized stories of Anne, Bonnie, and Mary Reed, which we will discuss later again as we talk about, like, the sensationalism of their life stories. But um, one of the stories goes um, is that... Anne is like, oh, who is this Mark guy? That was uh, Mary Reed's alias. Anne is like, who is this Mark guy? Do we want to roleplay this? Oh, I think that'd be great. I'll be Mary, you be Anne. Yeah, okay. Oh my god, who's this new crew member? He's so cute. I uh, heard his name was Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's, Mark. It's, it's Mark, hi. Hey, Mark, you want to wanna come back to bed with me? I'm come really good in bed. Uh, oh, you know, wow. I'm um, the only woman on the ship. You're a guy. This is such a rare occasion. Like, um, you should be so lucky that I want to have sex with you. Listen, I am honored, but I, I got something to show you. Um, does one button. Um, does the <gasps> oh second button. Oh my god! Babunga boonga! Tits! Yeah, look at those badonkadonks. Look at them flapping in the wind. I can't believe I was fooled! I do this to other people! I dress up as a man and, Shut up. and make them shocked that I have tits! Oh my god, oh. you and I, we're like kindred souls. I love this for us. Now this is the legend part of it. Do you want to have sex anyway? Yeah. Okay, come back. There were and scene. <laughs> there were many legends that Anne, Bonnie, and Mary Reed did have sex with each other. There were even legends of a threesome between Calico Jack, Mary Reed, and Anne Bonnie. Yes. The only confirmed things we know, though, are... And Bonnie and Calico Jack. Right. Like, everything else, like, like that, like, entertains, like, sapphic or lesbian mm -hmm. uh, relations or threesome. Purely hearsay. We cannot say for 100% Either way. Yes. Specifically because we don't know if the books that were written about them were playing into the sapphic relationships to get... To make it crazier or to, like, get more attention from it. Right. And or if they were trying not to play into it too much because that was illegal at the time. That right. was, like, really at negative. So we can't tell taboo. which way. For sure, almost every book written about them does have, like, sapphic undertones. undertones. You know, kind of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like... You know, if you think hard enough about it, mm -hmm. it could have happened. Like, sort of like, just like, it's under the table sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, also, just to put some things into perspective, so we already said Mary was 12 years older than Anne. Mm hmm Meaning that most of the time that she was, like, in her pirate years, she was between the ages of 16, and I'm talking to Anne here, mm -hmm. 16 and 23. Mm -hmm. So she was, like, a teenager. Yeah. Having sex with... Calico Jack, who was 15 years older than her. Uh -huh. So it's like these two people in their 30s. Yeah. And this With, like, like this early 20-year-old. Early 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Which honestly kind of sounds hot. That does sound like a, a, a porn video. It right? does sound like a porn video. But... A threesome with two older people, one very young person. Yeah. That... Who's the center of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's all I'm saying. A little scary. <laughs> Anyways, so... <clears throat> They um, they had, like, a successful piracy, like, specifically around, like, Jamaica and the West Indies. And uh, so Calico Jack's crew, they would rec recruit lots of people. Like, they would raid these ships, but they would recruit them. And one of these recruits ended up being this hot man that Mary had the hearts for. She was hearts like, for. oh, my God, like, who is this guy that we just recruited? I like him. And so the stories go that she, like, slowly revealed her gender to him, like, little by little, until eventually just one... I'll roleplay again. <gasps> okay. Okay. Um, hey there. 
Mm. Why are you doing a voice? You're really bad at voices. I know. Well, I, 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 I'm in acting classes right now. <gasps> really? Yeah. So it's a new technique I'm trying. Oh, okay. 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 So I'm, I, I'm, so I'm currently Mary, dressed as Mark. Mm. Uh, hey there. Hi. Uh, oops, my boob just fell out. Oh my god! <laughs> You're a woman. Wanna have sex? Yeah. And scene. That was good. That was that good. was that really was good. good. Well, because that was the thing about the two of them. Anne was well known as a woman to everyone on the ship. Mary was not. Mary was not. Mary only revealed it to the people she wanted to reveal it. And honestly, she only revealed it to Calico Jack because Calico Jack is like, "Why are you cheating on? Like, why are you having sex with Anne? That pisses me off he, so much." He thought that they were having an affair. And so he like pulled a knife out on Mary, dressed up as Mark, and she had to like open her shirt and reveal her tits so that he wouldn't kill her. No, it's true. To be like, "I'm like, another woman." I also just love the fact that like Mary's go-to solution is let the boobs fall out. <laughs> well, that's another legend about the two of them is they were best friends. Either way, if it was romantic or not, they were best friends. And there's tons of legends about when like other pirates were attacking them or mm -hmm. they were like in fights you know they would both be dressed up as men because that was the safest for them and they would be fighting someone and then right before they killed them mm -hmm. they would open their shirts and reveal their tits to be so like that the a person woman would killed know you <laughs> that a woman just killed them period so but anyway so mary this uh, this guy that she seduced and you know they became lovers but so her lover had a feud with another pirate, and they planned to settle this feud by having um, what's that called? A, a duel. Yes. By having a duel on land when they when they docked. Mary heard about this and was like, "Listen, I love my man. He's not a good shot." So she went to the pirate that had scheduled the duel with her lover, and she said, "Listen, I now want to have a duel with you." Two hours before my lover does, okay? So this pirate's like, yeah, okay, okay. So they go, so they, they dock, they get to land, and they have this duel, and Mary kills him. <laughs> Mary kills him and saves her lover's life two hours before he had the scheduled duel. Because, yeah, her lover would have lost. <laughs> he, he, no, Mary knew this and was like, I gotta save this guy's ass. I, I love so him just too kill, much. I'll kill his threatener. <laughs> no, exactly. So do you want to talk about how... Their pirating days came to an end, how they were caught. Okay, so devastatingly, this was in 1720. Mm -hmm. Calico Jack's crew, ship, they were all doing really great. Um, and because of this, they all anchored off the coast of Jamaica mm -hmm. and were like, let's go party. Let's have a good time. Let's celebrate good times. Oh my Come God, editors, no. I should put music underneath this. Yeah, it's like rave party. music. Um, yee yee. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, is this how the kids do it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Whoa. so they all got really drunk. Mm -hmm. They all got back on the ship and they were sailing around, uh, but they were like insanely drunk. And the only two who weren't were Mary and Anne. And even if they were drunk, they just weren't as drunk as the rest of them. Uh, yeah. So they were on deck. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was below deck, partying really hard. Um, and they realized that there was a ship following them. And so. Mary and Anne were like, well, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do this we do? Great. This is bad. And they tried for a really long time to, like, sail away from the ship, try mm -hmm. to, like, get out of reach. They um even, like, 
somehow like laid traps trying to get like the other ship stuck it didn't work after hours the ship caught up with them and so they're like okay this is going to be a fight we have to fight so they started calling down to the men below deck like hey like like, get on up here hey bitches come on we gotta fight and the men were so scared and or they thought they were too drunk that none of them were coming up and so Mary Mary specifically was like no Mary literally took her gun shot it into the deck and and killed a man and killed a man and she said y'all better grow a pair of balls and, and come get fight your like men here and, and fight like men because i think even at that point the other crew had started invading them and this wasn't another pirate ship this was like the government trying to yes like, this was like this was a government ship that was taking in pirates etc et they were done with pirates and they're like we got to get rid of them gotta get anyway, rid of them so it was Anne and mary fighting alone for so long yes. they kept going back over to like yell and then the gunshot happened uh, there's even a story that Mary shot Calico Jack. Didn't kill him, but like shot, shot him, him. Mm-hmm. as well. Um, anyway, these women fought off for hours. They yeah, did a really incredible job. Single-handed. The two of them were actually known to be like the most violent of the crew. Of the crew. Mm-hmm. They were known to be the best fighters of the crew. Yeah. The most crazy of the crew, really. So they did a really good job for what they could do, but um, they got seized. All of them mm-hmm. uh, went back to Jamaica to be put on trial. The entire crew was sentenced to be hanged. Yes. Um, and uh, but Anne and Mary, they were separated from the men. <laughs> they were like, because uh, they're women. What do we do? How do we get out of this? And they realized both of them were pregnant because they were having sex all the fucking time. Right. And so they did what in those days was called pleading the belly mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like, hey, I can't, you can't kill me because I'm carrying kill an innocent me life. Can't kill me yet. Yet. You the gotta let word. me, gotta let me give birth and then you can kill me. And that gave them more time. So. Yeah. But Mary, unfortunately. Wait, she, before that. Oh. Before they even got sentenced. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this part. Calico Jack was like, I need to see my lover. I need to see Anne Bonnie one last time. Mm-hmm. And he begged the judge to let him go see her, okay? Before he was hung. Before he was hung. Um, she, I don't know why, to be completely honest, uh, but the judge said yes. So Calico Jack went to her. They had a little meeting and hit, um, he was like, oh my God, I don't know. Lovey-dovey, I don't know what he was doing. Her last words to him were, if you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Mm. Isn't that crazy? And that, uh, is the, that is the ultimate mic drop right true. there. She oh. said, you know what? Maybe you once meant something to me, but you were a coward and I'm not about that. Not only that, it's like a young 20-year-old saying that to a 35-year-old pirate captain. Mm-hmm. That's I love it. so cool. I love it. Uh, not that these people were good people. None of them were. No, <laughs> they no. murdered a lot of people, but cool, cool stuff. Cool anyway, moment. so the entire rest of the crew got hanged, got executed. Mm-hmm. None of them survived. Mary and Anne both got put in jail. Yes. And so Mary, um, you know, she was pregnant. However, she passed away in April of 1721 uh, due to a violent fever, which took both her and her unborn child. It's devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne, however, execution was never documented. Uh, the biggest theory um, is that her father had a change of heart and was like, oh, I hate that my daughter had her pirate phase for like three years. Yeah. But I'm going to spend some of my like really good money and get her out of the situation. So mm-hmm. people believe that he bribed the judge 
she got out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are quite a few theories. Uh, it's believed that she remarried when she was 23 years old mm. and went and lived and had a quiet life in South Carolina where her and her husband had eight children together. Oh, my God. What a change of pace. No, literally, that's like... Yeah, like, it's giving, like, modern uh, kind of uh, comparisons of, like, the wild children that, like, Mm -hmm. end up becoming nuns or something like Mm -hmm. that. So it's very interesting. Oh, what? Sorry, what sorry. That? That's my phone. That, that's, that's my ringtone. That's yes. your phone? That's my ringtone. Oh, my God. I, Wh- who's calling you? Um, our lawyer. I think I need to answer it. Oh. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm oh, so oh, sorry. Okay, okay. I'm so sorry. Hello? Okay. Um, Hello? Yes. Yes, that is me. I don't know about you, but that's the weirdest fucking ringtone I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. Oh, hi. Um. Oh. Um, hello? You, oh, 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 you must be, uh, the, the pirate expert. You know, uh, I, I'm Darla, a Phyllis and Darla, two whores opinion. Please, please have a seat. You must be the, are you the exploit? Why is there only one of you here? Oh, uh, well, my colleague, she just had a phone call, mm. uh, and so she had to step outside to, to, to answer it real quick. So I'm sure she'll be here very, very Safafina soon. Safafina Van Dyke. Uh, oh, uh, hi. Nice to meet you. Really nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for taking yeah. time out of your schedule to come talk to us. So, um, we you know we've been discussing pirates today, mm. and you are a, an expert on piracy mm-hmm. in the 18th century, but and you're here to talk more about the golden age of piracy as well as like yeah. King George's act of grace, right? Correct. Hello, everyone. My name is Safofina Van Dyke. I just need everyone to know right now, mm? I am. A descendant uh-huh. of Calico Jack and Anne Bonnie when they abandoned their son. Oh. That so was my great great grandfather. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. So this is a bit of a. So this is. Uh, this a is bit family of trauma. A sore subject, yeah. Yeah. I, I can tell. But yeah. I know a lot. Mm hmm. Wow. So you want to know about piracy? Uh, yeah. I. Okay, well, in 1650 to 1720, that was known as the Golden Age of Piracy, Mm -hmm. where there was more than 5,000 recorded pirates. And those are only the recorded ones. Imagine how many fucking pirates there were. Mm, Yeah, those fucking pirates. Anyway, this was the time of the famous Blackbeard, the Gentleman Pirate, Calico Jack... William Kidd, and of course, Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, there were tons of people at sea then, because there was lots of people without jobs. Lots of people who were not able to improve their lives within the social rules. So, piracy was one of the only ways to take control of one's life again. Right, right, right. So a lot of people had to turn to it. Mm-hmm. They're not bad people. Mm-hmm. Society was fucking messed up. So it's, yeah, that's, that's very insightful. Anyway, mm-hmm. fun fact for you. I love fun facts. Most pirates didn't have actually a long time in piracy. Okay. So you know, like, Blackbeard, you've heard of him. Uh, of course. He was only a pirate for around two years. Wow. He gained his infamacy in less than two 
years before he was killed in piracy. That's what happened to most of them. Most of them died. Uh, but there was King George's Act of Grace. Mm-hmm. That came around in 1717 mm-hmm. after they dealt with, like, I don't know, 60, almost 70 years of these pirates mm-hmm. who were stealing everything. Uh, so King George decided to create King George's Act of Grace in 1717, which pirates could turn themselves in to the king, promise to work for him, and be pardoned from any acts of piracy they committed pri- prior, including murder. Wow, that's very generous of him. Uh, so he created this due to s- substantial issues pirates were creating in society. They were fucking everything up. Uh it became a trend, though. A lot of these pirates took the offer mm-hmm. bef- uh, if they were about to be caught or they weren't doing well right, or they ran out of supplies. Absolutely. It, like, got them out of it. Uh, but then it became a pattern where all of these pirates would take the act of grace, get themselves back up on their feet again, and then go right back to piracy. So it didn't work. Naughty, naughty. It didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was King George's fault, because why did he trust in pirates? Pirates were obviously not going to listen to societal rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, fun fact also about Calico Jack, the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Love him, though. He is my blood. Uh, he actually got two separate acts of grace oh. in his time of piracy, uh-huh. uh, where both times he went immediately back to piracy and created havoc. He kept convincing them. After the first time, they're like, we, you already had an act of grace. And he's like, oh, I, I got caught up in piracy. I don't know. And so they're like, okay, you can have another one. No, didn't work. Because then he met Anne Bonnie and they went right into it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was also lots of privateers who were shipped and armed with guns. They were not part of the Navy, but they had the government pardon in order to attack and rob enemy merchant vessels without being charged for piracy. This was extremely hard to do. And so despite this being a government sanctioned job, a lot of them just became pirates themselves. It was like a whole culture. We couldn't get out of piracy. The the act of grace totally didn't work. Mm -hmm. Then piracy ended, ended around 1720. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, uh, thank you so yeah, much for I your time. Go. Th- oh, oh, oh! Uh, Please thank you stop so talking. Much for- your accent's annoying. Oh my god! I have never, ever been so insulted in all my life. Oh, Phyllis, for God's sake, where? Phyllis, where were you? I- I was left alone with an asshole of an exploit, and I have never been so... An asshole? De- yes, yes, an asshole. I have never been so derogatory in all of my life. derogatory I am... What does that, that even fucking mean? Shh. I am very high-strung right now, and I just... I don't know if I can really handle this. You left me alone. Wait, so... So Serafina Van Dyke came and then left? Yeah, and she was oh, horrible. shoot. She was horrible. I had so many questions. She did not want to stay. And she told me to shut up. She said my accent was annoying. What accent? We don't fucking have accents. Yeah. And she had the nerve to say that to me with the fucking worst accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah? It was so annoying. It was annoying or it was, bad? It was annoying. Oh. That's because... And that's what makes it bad. Oh. Because I didn't want to listen to her. Her I'm... snooty-ass little voice anymore. Dollar, Dollar. What? I need you to calm down. Why? Because that phone call, that was... 
Hmm. That was our lawyer. Oh, the one that tried to flight with both of us? Yeah, well, he's not very happy with us. Why? Because the CEO of Angry Birds... Yeah? ...is really, really mad that we revealed their secret in one of our last episodes. Oh. And so they called our lawyer saying that they might sue, and our lawyer was like, you guys can't be sued. You're in the witness protection program. It's true. We can't be. So I actually think we're out in the clear. We're you know? not out in the clear. Why not? Because I, I... think we have to pay a lot of fines. I don't think so. And we'll cover up what Angry Birds has been doing, as in stealing other people's stories. You know... Is there a way to revoice this where we sue Angry Birds and they ah. come out as the losers in the end? Because honestly, you're saying all these things to me. I think this is a non-plus issue. This is not an you issue. You know what? You know what? We are going to... Sue them. No, we're going to make another meeting with our lawyer to discuss suing them. Okay, perfect. Oh, shoot. We're still recording. Oh, um, sorry. Should we just get back into it then? I, I think we should just get back into it. So, um... Okay. This is Phyllis Edit in here. I had zero idea this happened because I don't remember any of yesterday at Pride, but it turns out we interviewed a lot of people and I thought right now would be the best time to put it in before we get on to our outro and start talking about the historical significance of all this. So I don't know, enjoy us being drunk. Oh my God, you guys, Dollar and I have gotten a little crazy. Yeah. We are partying hard and of course, we're standing in line to get a, a white claw. We ran into we ran into her nephew Levi. Hey. Who's the queerest of queers in my opinion? Thanks. Anyway, we told you all about Anne and Mary. Yes, you for did. For so long. Yeah, it was a rather rambling story. Yeah. There was no consistency. Okay. If Anne was living today, what sexuality do you think she'd have? Honestly, like I see her being like pansexual. Like, yeah. Just Lover of everyone. Lover of everyone. She was a whore. <laughs> not all pansexuals are hoes, though. That's not what I'm trying to say. Okay, if Mary, what is what's Mary's sexuality, do you think? Honestly, I think she was straight. Really? Yeah. Well, because, like, all the legends that we have of her, like, explicitly state that, like, it was, like, men that she, like, continually, like, went after. Yeah. Like, there were some, like, there were, like, the rumors about, like, her and Anne, but those are, like, pretty sparse in comparison to, like, her husband and then, like, yeah. the, the, and then the pirate that she fell in love with, etc., etc. So I feel like she was straight. Incredible. Are you a, are you an Anne and Mary stan? Like, like as a relationship or? I don't know. Just are you stans? Oh, I mean, absolutely. They're icons. Feminism. Yes. No, I mean, truly, like they were revolutionary in their time. And like, and I think it's really incredible that they were these like two women at the exact same time that happened to be on the exact same boat. And then met each other. It's so good. Write that like that's no. just that's incredible. Yeah. Hollywood wished. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Levi. You're welcome, Phyllis. Hey guys, it is it's Darla. I almost said I was Phyllis. Oh, the world is swirling. However, I, while Phyllis is going piss, I have found another queer. Her name is it Bread? Bryn. 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 Bryn? Bryn. 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 Okay. Okay. Hi. I'm, I'm here. Hi. Hi, darling. Hi. You are so beautiful. Oh, thank oh, my you. God. Thank you. Okay, before I get distracted by your stunning eyeshadow, <laughs> I would like to so know, I told you the story. Yeah. Of, 
have um, yes. yes, yes, yeah, those, and a Mary. <laughs> yes, yes. What the good job in the shit? It's like proud Mary, but it's like yeah. Mary Reed. Yeah. Anyways, so if they were alive today, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. If they were alive today, how would they identify? Do you think? They identify. See. I think, I think Mary was attracted to men. I think that's like, I feel solid about that. But I also don't know if I could say like Mary was fully a woman, you know? Okay. Like I think she enjoyed identifying as a man and living a good chunk of her life as Marge. Which just says a lot, right? Right, right, I think she also like had her times where she liked to be feminine. But I don't think she fully wanted to be like constricted to being a woman. So I don't know if you could call that straight or like... Like gender queer, but then like yeah. attracted to dick. So true, yeah. so true. Anne is, I think she enjoyed being a woman more, you know? Okay, okay. She tended to like do that more, but she was crazy. She didn't care about the rules. So I feel like, you know, she would like use all any pronouns and then also like be Pam, because she didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And if you could have a little tea party with either one, <laughs> not one? both, only one, which one would you pick and why? And so being a lesbian, yeah, the red hair, the feistiness, like it's it's hot. I, I would just be afraid she'd kill me, you know? That's kind of sexy too. I I've know. been in that I know. You get it. Yeah. You get it, girl. I knew I liked you. Oh. Thanks. Okay, I gotta go find Bye. Phyllis. She's been gone a long time. Doki. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, we, um. Um, hello. Um, this oh is. God. Phyllis, are you there? I'm here. Okay. I'm, I'm in the back seat. Uh, Dala, can you. I'm in the front, I think. Do you feel me? Oh, that's you? Yes. Oh, wonderful. You feel fabulous. That was. Pride was a, a party. Is how I would describe it. Oh, it's been a while since I've done that. We pottied hard. Yeah. Anyway, listeners, um, oh my god, I'm feeling a little nauseous. Uh-huh. Okay, oh. okay, I'll, I'll take it from here, Phyllis. We have an interview. A wonderful Uber driver, Robbie. Hello. Hi, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Robbie's such Do a you... cute name. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie, love. That was a little, oh. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm drunk, I go a little cockney. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I put, yeah, I put the cock in cockney. <laughs> but Robbie, so we, did you understand our story of, um, of the pirate? The, the lady pirate. The lady pirate, the gay lady pirate. The gay level. lady, but probably sluts, but maybe <gasps> whores. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have. Uh, maybe just one question okay. for you. Okay. Do you think they were gay? Of course. They were gay. Interesting. Alrighty. Of course. Well, I think that does it for us. I gotta go. For those of you who are worried about us, uh, we got home just fine, I believe? Question mark? We're here now. Um, anyway, enjoy the rest of the episode. You Where know, did we leave off? They had both died. Oh, 
That was rough. But, but, but like, you know, so, re, um, listeners, remember how we were discussing, uh, like, these sens- 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 oh my goodness, the <laughs> sensationalized. sensationalized stories of Anne, Bonnie, and Mary Reed, particularly uh, the stories where, like, they're sapphic for one another, et cetera, et cetera. All of the information that we know about these two women and these pirates. Or at least a majority. A, a majority, of the I should say, yeah. Like pretty much a, a large majority of what we know comes from this book called A General History of the Robberies and Moidas of the Most Notorious Pirates, published in 1724, written by Captain Charles Johnson. And so this is a book that has uh, descriptions and stories of a lot of different pirates like Blackbeard, Calico Jack, and of course our very own Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. Um, and so the thing, well, well, oh, sorry, Phyllis just gave me a look. First and fo- foremost, I feel like we should say that Captain Charles Johnson wasn't a person. It's true. This was obviously some sort of alias. We have no idea who actually wrote this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no clue who wrote it. And it was insanely popular, too. So, however, though, in this book, it needs to be acknowledged that, you know, we have all these detailed accounts of all these different pirates. But... Mary Reed's and Anne Bonny's stories specifically was are the so ones... so sexualized. They were the ones that had the most sexualization and the most kind of, uh, kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, mm-hmm. uh, sort of sensationalism within the writing. Whereas, like, everyone else's stories seem pretty cut and dry, straightforward, etc., etc. But their two stories were the most sensationalized compared to their male counterparts. And then multiple editions of this book kept coming out, like yes. years after years after years, and their stories kept getting further sensationalized. This book kept getting published over and over again with new edits, and with further and further edits, we get more and more of this like lesbian relationship mm-hmm. between the two of them. It leans into, plays into it more. It plays into it absolutely. So it's really, really difficult to know because this book also not only is this like the best account we have of. Um, Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. It's the best account we have of Blackbeard. Did you hear that? Is someone listening in on us? Maybe that's the Angry Blade CEO. Oh, shit. Anyway, it's the best account we have on, like, Blackbeard. It's the best account we have on Calico Jack. It's the best account we have on the Gentleman Pirate. Like, all of these people. Um, and so it's just so hard to know what's true and what's not because it's the best account we have. And it's the and closest it account we have. getting changed. Um... So, like, so with all of that being said, we need to take into account several, several different things. We need to take into account how these women were treated considering they were, like, the only female pirates in this book. So uh, this opens up a conversation about how, like, the disparity between in treatment between the genders. Um, sexualization, sexualization of women of in women, media. Exactly. And, wh- and how their stories were sensationalized to make profit mm-hmm. when... The others, they were not... Like, I'm sure there are sensationalism tales or uh, things that were written into the other stories as well. Absolutely. But it is there is quite a clear disparity between mm-hmm. Anne and Mary's stories versus their male counterparts. So that's something that needs to be taken into account. It's also just... Um I think this is like a prime example of so many history stories, which I think we've covered a lot of these throughout this podcast. Yeah. Of we never actually know what's true. And this one more specifically, there's yes. so many legends that are like 
put out there. I didn't even talk about so many from Anne. I know right. you like missed so many from like Mary's story. No, absolutely. Uh, that we didn't even put out there. Uh, because, like, it's so hard to know what's true and what's not. And, like, human accounting and, like, human writing down of stuff is so flawed. It, it is. Human like, memory itself is so flawed. Absolutely. So we don't actually know what's real, what's not. Um, this is, like, the best stories and the most consistent stories that we have heard throughout the years that we retold here. Absolutely. But, like... And- who knows, like, maybe in a few days, weeks, months, years, who We knows, could get more. We could get more information that's that reveals more information. But that's just the difficult thing about history is that since there haven't, there, there are not dedicated historians that are working on every single thing all the time for complete yeah. accuracy, we'll, we'll just never know for certain. And, and even a, then, historians, they all have biases. It, absolutely. So even then... <sighs> Yeah, I don't. I, I we're was stuck say, in a rut. What, we are stuck in a rut. Thank you. I was <laughs> trying gonna, to understand old humans as new humans. We'll never, we'll never get it. No, absolutely. It's humans. <laughs> and like when people try and look back at Phyllis and Darla, they may get a lot of our stories wrong because some of them just sound too good to be true. You know, and it's or too hard. crazy to be true. Yeah, it's they're it's all different. real, it's, but shh, we have a legend section oh, of the podcast. Shoot, they think it's not real. Could we get in trouble for those legends? No. Okay. Then we're fine. Yeah. But anyways, long story short, historians may have a hell of a time trying to (laughs) distinguish what is real and what is fiction in our lives. And that's just the way of humanity. We try and figure out what is going on to the best of our abilities. We try and find the concrete things, Mm -hmm. but things get lost. Things get misremembered. Things get written down. Things get hidden. Yeah. That's another thing is if these two women were like lesbian lovers for each other. Of course they'd be hiding it. They would be hiding it. Like there's a lot of accounts of a lot of like gayness happening on pirate ships, but there's also a lot of accounts of like the differences between that. There's a lot of people that believe that these pirates really were, were queer people. Right? And that that's one of the reasons they turn to piracy is because it's more acceptable there than in normal society. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of accounts that none of these pirates viewed their actions as gay, but as they just needed a sexual a outlet. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. So that also brings up a complicated conversation about like sexuality and gender like how much of it was like I'm just hiding because this is easier or how much of it was an actual expression of their identity Mm -hmm. you know because like you know if you think about same-sex relationships was it just because there was no one else on board and they just needed a, a release or was it because that was what they needed and wanted for their personal life and of course like in terms of like gender expression like was this a way for Mary and Anne to express a possibility, like maybe maybe they identified as men, maybe they were trans. Yeah. However, we just we just don't know. We have no idea. We have no idea because it's again, also they didn't have the words. Yes, back they then did. They didn't have the language, feelings, or whatever, or the, or the community just to accept them. hundred percent. You know, so these are all things that we will never know. Never know. We can just speculate. Yeah. And one of my favorite theories. This is the last one we're going to tell you from this story. Is that. Anne Bonnie herself was Captain Charles Johnson, the man that wrote the book. Which I think would be so great because Wouldn't that it, be so interesting? She went back to live her small town life in uh and Carolina, published a book. And then published a book about her life uh, her life and all of her friends' lives, and then she was like, Oh, 
they're into it, Mary and I. I'll play into it. But absolutely. Like, okay, I'll give more details this next edition. Like, and I don't know. It's just a like fun kind of theory having, to think about. Having fun with her own story, being uh-huh. like, man, maybe this isn't quite what happened, but sure enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, like, I love that theory. That's and my I, favorite and I, theory. And I hope I, it's true. I really doubt it's true. Prob- yeah, but it's I hope. probably is it. But like that, in my in my imagination, that's the best outcome. Right. She has her eight children being like, "Mommy, mommy, what are you doing?" And she's like, "Leave me alone, she's kids. Like, I'm writing. Stop! I'm reading the smutty. I'm writing the smutty pot. I'm reading. The- <laughs> you need to leave. You God, can't read this. God can't is listening. <laughs> I don't think she ever believed in God. Probably not. <laughs> to be honest. Anyway. That's the end of our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and happy Pride Month. Ah, this is going to come out months after Pride Month. But just know that we are thinking of you and we love you. And we're recording it during Pride Month. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Two Whores Opinions. Opinions. I'm Phyllis. I'm Dwala. Stay smart. Stay slutty. We'll see you next time. Do you have any um, ibuprofen? My head um, still really hurts. I I might have some. A leave, Advil. A leaf. Oh, a leaf is the. Oh, a leaf. I heard a leaf. That's that's the... like I was like a plant. There's a tree <laughs> right outside. Go eat a tree. Well, plants are really important. I've I've been trying to tell you that like flowers can heal us. Oh my God! Please not this again. Listen, I respect you and your brilliance. However, that. My respect only goes as as far as you saving me from potential muggings. So, and I don't need to hear any heresy about vegetables being good for me. I am thriving and... I'm such a firm believer that you should eat every vegetable but the tomato. Wait, say that again. I'm a firm believer that you need more vegetables in your diet, Darla. And you should eat every vegetable available to you except for the tomato. Because the tomato is evil. Well, obviously, but I just, like, don't want to hear this propaganda. It's harshing on my energy. Just, do you have ibuprofen? I'm sure I can find some. Phyllis, we are still still recording. Shit, shit, shit. How do I turn it off again? It's the red button. No, it's not. Oh, it's the stop button? Oh, there we go, the square.